Hey, how's it going you guys? Welcome back to the Peach Crew. I'm your host Peach Monkey and I gotta say I'm excited to bring you to a segundo fantastico episode on the Peach Crew. This week we got a lot of topics to talk about. Um, one dealing with being afraid of change or as well trying something new when it comes to video games. And these are some thoughts that I had when I woke up. But before we do dig deeper into that, I do hope you guys had a beautiful day today or having a beautiful morning, night, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. And if you're feeling down or you're having a hard time, definitely stick around because, you know, I hope to put a smile on your face. Sometimes life gets so tough, especially in 2021, but you know what? It's our goals to move past that, to not let those things knock us down. Now, I want to know or basically pick at your brains. Have you guys ever had that experience where... You know, you've been hesitant or scared of something new happening or some sort of change happening in your life that you're very worried about. And then one day you just woke up and thought back to that experience or that memory and time period. And you're like, whoa, so much has changed. You know, I had that thought recently. And this is what basically gave me the, the idea for this topic for this week, which was do games teach us about change? And should we be afraid of change because of how our experiences change over time. The one thought that brought this is, one night I literally sat in my bed playing Donkey Kong Country 2. I was having a good time, you know, just getting into it, finally reliving that moment in that childhood experience. I was actually, you know, thinking back to the times of how it felt when I was playing 2D games. You know, it gave me such a joy and such a amped of like energy, like a, it's like an energy drink that hits your soul. Like, oh my God, this is nostalgic. I couldn't help but really just look up at the ceiling in my room just be like wow you know it's incredible how games have changed over time and not only that has helped me changed over time i can definitely admit that i'm a person that is accepting to change but at the same time i'm afraid of change at times but i am every day learning and becoming comfortable more and more as i get older that changes to happen you know for the better and that's the same thing for us going from 2d games to 3d games the topic for this week was actually going to be focusing on Donkey Kong 64, which is the 3D version. So it made me go ahead and really think about what the change was from going to a 2D video game into playing a 3D video game. And basically, we all had that experience where in the early 1990s, or even back then, if you're an older generation, the year of the 2000s is when everything really started going 3D. And, you know, it was very intuitive. We were very engaged. And, you know, you're actually for the first time able to explore the world that's in front of you, which was very exciting. I was looking at my nephew go ahead and play Donkey Kong 64. It's, it was amazing to see him play because he has a complete different experience from what I have. And his experience and just watching him play just gave me those flashbacks and remembering, whoa, this is how it felt like when I was playing Donkey Kong 64 at your age. Now he has a shorter attention span because he plays multiple games at once to the point he is jumping all over the place. And I'm just like, just, just choose one video game, man. Just choose one. But seeing him play Donkey Kong 64 made me really think about how much has changed from 2D games to 3D games. And not only that, how much it has changed me as a person or how it can actually change others as a person. Donkey Kong 64 is a 1999 platformer game developed by Rare. It was actually published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. 
And this, as I mentioned earlier, was the first Donkey Kong 64 to feature 3D gameplay. So, you know, already there is mutual expectations. Like, they were hyping this up. Like, yo, this is going from 2D and you're going to be able to explore a world. So, you know, there was a lot of expectation for this. Here in this game, you actually have the ability to explore themed levels. On the Donkey Kong Island, you're able to collect multiple items and actually play with at least five different Kongs in order to go ahead and fight the boss named King K. Rule. At the same time, you have these mini games and puzzles that you're able to go through with each character, and each character has their own ability and has their own items or golden bananas to collect. They also incorporated like multiplayer mode, which is really cool. To make the game stand even longer but already it's what they call a collectathon it is bigger than any other collectathon that i know to this date in where you are able to play five different cons which is basically five different games now as a child this game actually was very impactful to me because i literally spent hours days minutes i can even say years playing this game i didn't actually beat this game until middle school and so while I was playing this game, you know, I was going through my changes. I was going from being um, a kid in elementary down to the point where I didn't have my N64 anymore and then going into middle school and then stopping for a while. And then actually into my sophomore year in high school is when I started tackling the game again. That, by that point, my brain was able to understand the challenges and actually take the time to go through it. It was very interesting to think back and how much I've even changed during that experience of video games. During this time, I actually went through the experience of transitioning from 2D games to 3D games. I personally was very excited about it, but at the same time, I did have a gut feeling where I was just like, uh, you know, this change is very different. Donkey Kong back in the day, they do have three games in the series called Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country 1, Donkey Kong Country 2, and Donkey Kong Country 3. They were all side-scrollers, just like Super Mario World. Now, there's definitely, let's say, two sides of the coins. There are people that like the changes, but don't like the changes to the game. Because people say that it takes away from the experience that Rare at that time was trying to give people while they were playing the video game. So this is the thing about change, which made me really think about it. When I was watching my nephew during that time, I couldn't help but think like people are really either negative towards change or are just afraid of change because it can give you a whole different experience that either you're not used to or you're not accepting towards. As a creator or a developer, our goal is to always one-up our projects and actually make it better than what we just dropped or what we just released. And believe it or not, it's really hard to put yourself in that mindset because when you've created a project, a game, something that went perfect, smooth in your head and other people love it, creating a sequel to it is very challenging. I remember when I was younger, I used to always hope that sequels come out. And to this day, I still do. I enjoy sequels very mucho. But I never really thought that it was that hard. I always thought like, oh, they just can bring out another game. It's that simple. But it really isn't. Because you're challenging yourself to go ahead and create something new. You're challenging yourself to use what you've learned in the first game that you created or the first project and then bringing it to the next level and making something new. So you're competing with what people already fell in love with or what you already fell in love with and trying to actually make something better out of it. 
But that's why change is important when it comes to whatever you do, whether it's design, whether it's moving to a new location, whether it's creating a new art assignment, whether it's creating a house from scratch or from Legos. It's very important to go for it because you never know what the new ending result could look like. And you could have actually loved the second one even better than your first one. But you would have never known if you never took that chance. Always take chances when you get the opportunity to do so. Don't be afraid of it. Tackle it. Bite it. Bite it like a little lion. And going on from the relation of 2D to 3D, it's the same thing I can say about my childhood experience. I can say that I literally did live a 2D to 3D experience of going from one childhood to another childhood, and it was very scary. And this was during a time when I actually lived at this place called PG. I was transitioning from PG to SP, but the process wasn't as simple. And to give you guys a little recap of my, my past and my mom's past that allowed me to transition or try to be able to understand that transition was when I was younger, my mom was a single mother that was raising me on her own and she was trying to do whatever she can to take care of both of us. She actually came from El Salvador by herself because she wanted to go ahead and create a better future. So having to go ahead and learn how to raise a child on her own and me growing up in the environment, I was used to being a single child. Now, one day, my mom ended up having to go to driving school because she needed to get her license so that she can make transportation much easier. Over time, my mom ended up meeting who is my adoptive mom now, which was her driving school teacher. While my mom was in class with her, over time, my mom would end up being closer. They would become uh, best friends in the long run, and they would always hang out. And the cool thing was, and I was happy about this, is that my mom's driving school teacher had kids. So I would always spend majority of my time with her kids while she would always spend majority of her time learning or actually just taking time to talk. Now, where my life began to transition was one day my mom was talking to her driving school teacher and she ended up breaking down. Without me knowing at that time, my mother was actually having a hard time trying to raise me. She was literally meeting ends meet and she was trying to do her very best to take care, take care of both of us, as I mentioned. When my mom's driving school instructor heard this story, she ended up coming up with an idea. Since I always came to the driving school with them, I always hung out with her kids and I always got closer, my mom ended up talking with her driving school teacher and decided to come up with a decision about having me become adopted by her. Now, I know this must have been a scary transition for my mom, but as well, when I heard the news that I was going to be adopted into a new family, I was very scared as well. I, all in honesty, did not know what to expect. I was going to move into a new home where I had a custom of living. And what I mean by a custom of living was I was used to my own routines. I was used to seeing my mom. I was used to being babysitted by a babysitter coming home and playing my video games by myself. Now I had to have a whole new life experience and I was scared for the first time of not knowing what could happen or not knowing what the outcome could be. I didn't have any other choice but to accept it and stand tough for both me and my mom because I could see in her eyes that she didn't want to go through with this decision, but I wanted to be there for her just as how she wanted to be there for me. When the day came that I had to go ahead and move to Silver Spring, it was actually very scary because I didn't know if I was going to like the experiences. 
And at this time, I was basically given brothers and sisters. I still had the mindset of what it meant to be a single child. So I was always thinking about things for myself or things that I want to do. But then having to, for the first time, think of others, it changed my perspective on everything. For example, I was always prone to think that when you had siblings, it was always just about fun. Let's always just have fun. Let's always go crazy. Let's always like be destructive in a way because I was very destructive when I was with them. I never knew really how to act or knew that there was like certain rules or boundaries when it came to being with your brothers and sisters. I didn't understand those things because being by myself for so long, I always thought it was just about being fun and kind of basically being destructive in a way. I was prone to breaking many things down to the day I remember the week before I even came. I broke my family's TV just by connecting the N64. And to this day, I don't know how it ended up not working because me and my brother, we played Pokemon Stadium all night. Back then, you had to replace the cable. You just had to go ahead and put the cable cord into the console. And bada bing, bada boom, you can still watch TV, you can still watch cable, but it didn't work out for me like that. In the end, it ended up just creating static on the TV, and already I knew I was going to get a whooping of my life. Or, not a whooping, but be in big trouble. And I was. So I ended up breaking the TV somehow. I ended up breaking the fan because I decided to put magnets on the screws, and as the fan was twirling, the magnets fell out, and so the fan blades fell off. So already, my adopted family had a vision of me. They were already frustrated with me. And I'll never forget that there was this one time where they all had a family meeting, they were in the room, and I was in the room across from them. And I heard them say they didn't want me to move in. I heard them say they didn't want me there. And as a kid, that hurt a lot. And I just remember crying and wanting to just leave. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to be here. They don't want me. They don't want me to be at this house with them. So I guess I just got to leave. I just got to leave. So I remember talking to my birth mom and just begging her, just like, please take me back. Take me back. I, I don't want to be here because they don't want me. And it was hard. But my birth mom told me, you're going to have to go ahead and get through this and you can do it. She did explain to me that at this moment in time in my life, it's going to be a big change and I'm not going to be used to it. And as well, my brothers and sisters were not used to me. I was from a whole different life experience. I was a different child. I literally lived on my own. So if I really think about it, I kind of had selfish tendencies at that time. And, you know, it was very scary because I had to go through every day being cautious I was scared that if I upset them or if I frustrated them that they would either disown me or not want me around. So for majority of my life at the very beginning when I moved to SP, I really had to feel, well, I really felt like I had to prove to them that I can be accepted into the family. I never really felt like I was part of the family until I became um, older or once it was like my senior year in high school. So it took some time. And the reason why it took so long was because I was struggling with taking the time to understand them, understanding what affected them, how I would make them feel, or even just communicating with my siblings. I always thought it was about fun. But when I really started thinking about how it was to have siblings and learning that I'm not going to be alone by myself, that's when I started accepting that and actually started listening to them and listening to me. And then that's when they started listening to me. So it was the whole fact of 
a new change that was very scary. And I was denying that acceptance of having them be a part of my life and understanding that they are my brothers and sisters. And I can definitely say I'm grateful for that experience because now they are the loves of my life. I love every single one of them as if they were a warhead collection. And what I mean by that is I love sour warheads. Those are the best things in the world to me. I would collect those like bosses if I could. And if anything, I appreciate them every day. I appreciate them being a big factor of developing who I am. So it was a change that I was not used to and a change I was kind of forced into, but a change that I ended up loving and accepting. So this is why I bring up Donkey Kong 64 and the comparison of Donkey Kong Country, a 2D and 3D experience, because me transitioning from being an individual child was like a 2D game experience, which was I had a way of living, I had a custom of living, and I was so comfortable with it, you know? And the moment that I had to transition to a 3D experience, which is a whole nother life experience, basically transitioning to Donkey Kong 64, I had to learn how to accept it. I had to learn that it's okay to have this change, to be able to have a new life experience. And over time, I ended up loving it. And that's why, for example, to this day, Donkey Kong 64 resonates with me so much. Like when I look back at the game or see my nephew play, it just brings back those memories of how I was going through a transition in my life, of how I was going from one life experience to another and how that helped me be blessed with siblings, be blessed with having two moms, be blessed with having two dads and being blessed with being able to grow into a new life experience. That's why I believe change is very important, especially in video games, because they do teach you that it's not always going to be the same. It's like going through a new level. It's always going to change. Always something new is going to happen. But the moment that you tackle that new level, of course, you're going to be hesitant. Of course, you're going to be a little scared. And that's okay to be like that. It's just more of the fact of trying it and giving it a chance because you never know what the ending result will be. You never know if it's going to be a blessing or if it might not be a blessing, but it's always good to go for it. And that's why Donkey Kong 64 I see as a memorable experience for me. It's one that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Things are going to change from your experiences and change is very scary. The moment that you experience change or realize that you're going through change, your brain can automatically be in like self-defense mode. You're like, no, no quiero esto. I don't want to go through this. And that's an okay feeling because at that moment in time, it feels like you're not going to get through it. And it feels like every day can be a form of hell. But when you start just going through it and trying to put yourself in the mindset of, hey, I'm going to go ahead and give this a shot. I'm going to go ahead and see what I can do accomplish or overcome this experience now all change is going to feel great immediately that it's not going to feel like the best thing in the world and sometimes it could be rough for very long periods in your life but there will be a moment in time that your life is going to change again and experiencing that change from 2d to 3d and having those memories let's say from now from now from donkey kong 64 i was able to enjoy that experience when I grew up and now look back to my past of what I went through with my family and going through that life-changing experience, I'm grateful for that. So this is the thing about what Donkey Kong, I would say Donkey Kong 64 taught me, 
it taught me that change can happen so sudden, so suddenly, and you won't realize it until after you really think back and really go, wow, that change really either taught me something new and took the time to develop me as the person. It really gave me that experience to be able to be like, hey, you know, it's okay to change. Because I can say when it comes to change, everyone's very hesitant. Or some people are very willing to, to be okay with change. But definitely from my end in my shoes, I was hesitant. Now when I go back and look at my nephew play Donkey Kong 64, um, as he was doing one of these uh, weekends with us and the family, it just made me really think back at how I really took the time to practice each gaming character. So, you know, in Donkey Kong 64, as I mentioned, it you are five different characters. You have five different abilities, five different experiences. Everyone has to go go ahead and get five different golden bananas. And as you play through each of those characters, you are getting a whole new experience each time. You know, some characters, it's easier to do one task than another character. And being able to experience those changes between characters, actually what allowed me to go ahead and be able to be comfortable with my changes and my experiences. Even going through, let's say, puberty, when I started growing facial hair, I'm like, guess that still, what, what's these little pieces of hair? Or when I, the first time I got armpit hair, I, you know, I freaked out. I was like, yo, I'm becoming musky. I'm becoming a grizzly bear. I'm starting to smell like a viejito, like an old man. You know, it was very scary, but already having to ask those questions and learning about it, I did feel willing and comfortable to wanting to, you know, accept it. The day I knew that I was transitioning from a kid to a preteen was scary. <laughs> and, and at the same time, I can definitely say now, even transitioning from a teenager or a college student to becoming adult was even scarier. Because the moment that you feel that your life has changed, it is a shock. It feels like you have you guys ever pulled those electrical bubblegum things or press those electric uh, shocking pen. Once you do it once, you're like, oh, I'm not going to do this again. I don't like it. It don't feel good. You know, it, it brings a shock to you. So your brain already knows. Hell no, I'm not doing that again to the no. You know, it's like, uh, -uh I'm not going to ever touch those again. It's the same thing I would say when you, you make those transitions in life. Your brain is kind of shocked and you kind of don't expect it until you really just realize, whoa, everything has changed. Sometimes they say change happens for the better. And in my opinion, I do agree with that because I believe it's okay to be able to change as long as you feel like you are becoming, number one, the better version of yourself. And number two, you are gaining a new experience. Think about it. If we play the same game for hours, some some of us can. We can relive that experience. But at the end of the day, from start to finish, you're going to have the same experience all over and over again. Now, the thing, the beautiful thing about some games is that you can go ahead and relive those experiences, but go ahead and try something new or do get a new outcome in that game if they have multiple endings. But that's what basically leads to the to that keyword change. Because even if you relive a gaming experience that you play from start to finish, let's say like Donkey Kong 64, you're going to go ahead and have a different experience each time. And especially depending what age or what, uh, let's say, time period you played in, let's say from childhood to preteen to adult, you will have a different experience each time. Because 
depending on what is surrounding you around that moment in time in your life that's affecting you, you will attach or associate those memories with that experience. You know, whether it could be good, it can be an escapism that can help you get out of stress, let's say, or it can be something that you were curious and learned new about from a video game. To this day, there are some things I learn about Donkey Kong 64 that I did not know about, and I haven't even gotten all the golden bananas from there. This is what's very important for me to get across because I believe change is just a matter of growth. And our video games going from 2D to 3D and now even to virtual reality helps us accept that. Because I can definitely say it's hard to accept change, especially when you're transitioning. But it's an okay thing to accept. It does make you into the better version of yourself or actually get you through challenging life experiences that when you get older, you'll just laugh about them. And in my opinion, I believe without change, we won't have that opportunity to be able to figure out who we really are. You have to go through multiple changes in your life to be able to try to understand them. When you try a new experience that you're not used to or that you question, it's very important that you try to go ahead and take that time to learn about it. You know, for example, that's why learning is very important. And I can definitely say I'm hard-headed because when it comes to learning, I hate studying. I really hate studying. But I do understand the importance of it. So when you take the time to try to learn something new and apply it to your life or apply it to your experiences, it really helps you realize what you can either grow from yourself or what you can either learn from something else. This is why I can definitely say when I was younger, I was always glad to be able to go ahead and try new things. To this day, I always try like new foods. I'm never hesitant to trying a new food. If the texture is wakale, then you know, I will definitely throw it up or just like, ugh, I don't want it. But overall, I still take the time to try something new because it allows me to have a new experience, to try something different. And that's the, the beautiful thing about change and what I feel that video games have taught me, that it's okay to try new levels. It's okay to go ahead and go into a new world or it's okay to play with five different Kongs. You need to try those things. You need to go ahead and gain new experiences because then you won't learn what you really like or what you're really interested in or what you really support or believe in. Changes are very good in self-development and really help you think outside the box. For example, I am a teacher by day as well, and I love to tell my students that it's very important to be willing to accept change or try something new, especially when it comes to video games. Like, for example, I don't play Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite because I suck at Fortnite, but I did take the time to still have that experience. But that's why it's very important about understanding change. In video games, for example, you're constantly going on a new adventure. Each game that you play, each experience that you have with a game, it really teaches you how to navigate that specific world. Developers really take the time, let's say, for example, to put together an environment that is all planned out, that they really have to think about the little details of where this vegetation is, where this piece of stick is going to go. Should I have 10 rocks? Or what should the player experience? They really take the time to think about putting you in that character's shoes, which is why we can become really engaged with a video game or it can make us feel like it's a sense of reality becomes because it becomes our sense of reality, it becomes a form where we can just go ahead and let go and be ourselves or be that character as ourselves. It's an adventure that you constantly go on. And that's the thing about life as well. We're constantly on adventures that 
we never know are going to go positive. We never know are going to go negative. Just like in a video game, you will die multiple times. You will have experiences where you run into enemies and boom, you lose a life. It's the same thing as navigating life. You're going to run into some enemies. You will die. You will be knocked down. But from there, you have the ability to go ahead and get right back up and move forward with that experience. And you had the guts, for example, to go ahead and try that new experience in your life. No matter how scary, how intimidating, or how nerve-wracking it can be. It's like, for example, with me. As I mentioned, I'm a very shy person. Especially to be even speaking through a mic, it, it blows my mind. I have to hear myself and hear myself talk. And I'm like, oh, is this okay? But, you know, it gave me an exciting feeling because it allows me to feel happy. It's a new thing I had to try. And that's what I basically want to share with you guys, too, that it's okay to try new experiences. Things are always going to change, whether it's good or bad. But our goal is to either overcome those bad experiences and learn from them and make them good. Not everything positive goes 100% in our life. Like, not everything is going to go pitch perfect. But we have to have a couple downs to have more ups, whether we like the changes or not. But at the same time, when you do have those ups, you're going to enjoy those ups. That's why anytime you get the chance to learn something new, to experience something new, to either learn something from a different culture, take that chance because when you learn about another culture, you really get to put yourself in their shoes and think about, wow, this is the experiences that they grew up with. This is the experiences that made them who they are today. And it's a beautiful feeling because then it gives you a sense of understanding of someone's background. In my opinion, I believe that everyone should always learn about each other. And I believe some cultures are very prone to learning only about their culture, and that is okay. But as well, the beauty about having multiple cultures is you're showing and expressing another side of yourself to someone that has never experienced that. It's just like playing a video game for the first time. You can't judge a video game without playing it first or seeing what the experience of that game brings you. That's why it's such a beauty to really take those chances. Go ahead and live them. Just like how you take those chances in life. Live them. Because games and life teach you similar things on, on those two, two sides of the coin. Because I can definitely say by me playing video games and having those new experiences and playing multiple different games has allowed me to feel like it's okay to try new experiences in the real world, let's say, or in my reality, because I'm always willing to learn something new. Like I got a, a, a tattoo of Goku's um, enlightenment symbol from the back of one of his, uh, I, I want to call it a robe, but if it's not a robe, please correct me, but his robe that he wears every time he gets ready for a fight. That word enlightenment really sticks with me because I'm willing to always see what I can learn from someone else. Someone could see it as positive, someone could see it as negative, but I believe it's a beauty in itself to always want to enlighten yourself about something you don't understand. Understanding is the first step to communication. And basically by trying to understand someone or understand a situation or understand a life experience or experience, then you're willing to open yourself to multiple experiences or open yourself to understanding more perspectives. That's the beauty about being, I would say, even human. We have that chance to be able to learn about other things or even learn more about ourselves that we never learned about. So if you ever get that chance, you know, to learn something new, don't be hesitant. 
And it's okay to be afraid of it. We're not all pitch perfect and where every one of us could be like, hey, we're going to jump for this change. We're automatically going to be able to do this. You know, I'm a boss. I can jump in. Like, no, it's okay to be afraid to dip your foot in the water. If you just literally take the time and ask yourself, what's going to happen if you don't dip your toe in the water? Are you going to feel okay not ever knowing that you could have taken that chance to study for the test and get into the university you wanted to or taking the chance to apply for that job you never thought you could get. All it takes is just a try. That's why like even for example for me I have failed at so many times applying at multiple jobs. You know I've applied to so many jobs that I've been denied by so many and I will even applied I'll never forget to the very first one after I graduated from college I found an opportunity for a game design company. They interviewed me. I had the opportunity to talk about my levels presented to them, and I was so ecstatic. And I thought I was going to get a call back, but I didn't, and I failed at that. It sucked. I really wanted to get into that job. But at the same time, I was okay as well and, and happy that I had that experience to be able to get a job interview for a game design company. It's pretty cool to know that I had that chance, and then I had that opportunity to speak about it, to let myself be like, hey, you know what? You failed, but it's okay. Go ahead and keep jumping and try something new. Through those failing experiences, it taught me to go ahead and branch out to different medias, which is why to this day I can say I have such a tough time deciding on either if I'm going to be a 2D artist, if I'm going to be a video editor, if I'm going to be a designer, you know, I'm all over the place. But it definitely gave me the ability to learn more about myself and be able to branch out my medium instead of just being in one medium. They do say stick to one medium, but it's okay as well to try different mediums to find out what you like or what you enjoy. Through my failures and through my constant changes of those experiences of, you know, trying to apply to jobs or trying to get into a job allowed me to go ahead and feel like it's okay to continuously just apply to 10,000 different jobs if I have to. No matter how many times I get rejected. That's just the fun part. Because it's like, let's say if you're a kid and you're trying to play tag and you join a group. But every time you are trying to run from the person that's trying to tag you, you always get tagged. You're going to be frustrated and want to quit. But there will be that one chance. You never know. You never know until you actually keep trying and you get that one chance that you're like, yes, I didn't get caught on the field. I did not get tackled. You know, you'll be thrilled. And you won't know till you keep on trying. So if you have like a goal or if you have a, a change that is happening in your life right now, right? And you're being hesitant on it. I would say ask yourself, is that a change or an experience that you would like to try? And what do you have to lose by not trying it? Sometimes you can lose a lot of things. But you have to ask yourself, is that change in your life worth it? Because you don't want to live the next day thinking that you never had that chance to go ahead and take that jump. You don't want to look back and feel like, man, I should have gone for it. And I should have done it. Because then you will be living in the past instead of living in the present. And it's very important to keep yourself living in the present because our past is always going to consume us and we will always have our memories unless we become old and get Alzheimer's. Not a funny joke, but if you keep living in the past, you won't be willing to be ready for new changes and new exciting experiences, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's a new video game. It's very important to keep on moving forward and taking those chances 
because we never know when it's the last you won't we all never know when it's going to be our last breath on, on earth we never know when it's going to be the last time we see our friends we never know when it's going to be the last time you talk to someone that's why it's very important that you you take those chances and you take advantage of them in the sense of being willing to take those chances no matter how afraid you are to try a new thing to gain a new experience even if you fail it's okay to fail I had to learn that myself and know that it's okay. But I still want to share that with people because this is what Donkey Kong, or let's say actually transitioning from Donkey Kong Country to Donkey Kong 64 has taught me. That it's okay to go from 2D to 3D experiences. That it's okay that all those changes will happen to you for a reason. And whether it's pleasant or whether it's not, you're going to be grateful for it one way or another the older you get. It's better to to go ahead and try things no matter how scared you are than to not try at all. It's just like I remember as well. I'll go ahead and give you another experience is I was afraid to to play the instruments. And when I say the instruments cuz that's not very specific is the flute. I played the flute in elementary school and I remember I wanted to so bad cuz I saw people doing it. I was told that I couldn't do it and that I would never be able to play the the flute, but Guess what happened? I took the chance, told my mom I wanted to do the flute. We rented the flute. I tried it out. I went ahead and joined the flute crew. We were in this little closet practicing the flutes. Uh it was after every I think fourth period in elementary school. Well, yeah, I think so. Like around fourth period. I just know it was after lunch in some number 4 around there. But I kept going. I kept doing it and I got it until one of the buttons on the flute broke and it was the D button and I kept telling my maestro the the button don't work. He didn't believe me. <laughs> he he's like you're going to get a bad grade cuz you're lying. But I'm like I'm not lying. It's not working no matter how many times I tried. But I still didn't give up cuz I didn't want to drop out. So I managed to go ahead and move forward and keep playing that flute with the D button broken. And the next thing you know, I was able to go on stage. And the next thing you know, I embarrassed myself on stage. And you know what? Even after I embarrassed myself on stage, I still kept on going. I still play the flute and the way I embarrass myself. I do have to go ahead and tell you guys. I I cannot move forward without telling you guys. Literally, I was on stage. They told me, "Hey, go present the next song." I was like, "Okay, bet." I went up to the mic and for some reason when I was talking to the mic, I couldn't hear it. So I went closer and I was like, "Hello? Can you hear?" And then immediately throughout the whole cafeteria, you just hear the static and I see everyone's face. They screech like they're like like clenching their eyes and clenching their teeth cuz they hear the static go through each of their ears. Immediately, I'm like, "I messed up. Ay Dios mío. Oh no." And then I proceed to try to laugh it off. And then when I try to laugh it off, you hear my laugh in the mic. and it projects even louder so i just see everyone's heads duck even lower into their skins crawl even even further down i'm like oh no i messed up <laughs> so then the people behind me were just like just say it just say the song and i was like okay green sleeves and i walked back <laughs> and I, well i walked back to my position and you know at that point i was red i i was like i'm done for but i kept on going even if i was nervous to this day that is why i have stage fright or even talking in front of a mic makes me really nervous it makes me freaking nervous 
That's why sometimes I overthink what I say or I'm hesitant with what I say because I don't want to mess up what I say just like I did that time on stage. But even through that nervousness, even through that fear, I still went ahead in high school and joined choir and still went on stage. Then I went to Bowie State University and from there, I still presented on stage. Every single time nervous, every single time scared. But I can definitely say out of all those experiences, even though I was scared, I was very happy. I was very excited once I went through it because I told myself I could achieve more than just living with my fear. You know, I could still do it. And I may mess up my sentences while I speak every now and then or even still mess up when I play instruments, let's say. But taking that chance and accepting that change in myself really allowed me to be more comfortable with myself and know, hey, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to go ahead and go through different changes in life experiences that can be either embarrassing or not embarrassing. But once you go through it, there's basically a rainbow at the end of it. You know, you'll see the pot of gold. It helps teach you a new life skill. So I can definitely say because of video games, because of Donkey Kong, because of the change from 2D to 3D, it really helped me be okay with that. And that's one thing I want to share with you guys, that change is okay. And we are, yes, all afraid of change. You know, those few who are not, but in general, I would say it's okay to be afraid of change. But as well, don't let change limit you. Don't let change stop you from wanting to get into new experiences or try new things. Or as well, just allow you to be yourself. Because it's okay to constantly change, as long as it focuses on your happiness. So, you know, just go for it. Don't let anything doubt you. But we are reaching the end mark here. If anything, I definitely want to say thank you for taking the time to listen in on the podcast. I hope you guys had an engaging experience and are able to relate to this. And if you are a person that's going through change or afraid of change, hop on that Donkey Kong Country. Hop on that 3D Donkey Kong 64 and just watch. You'll see the change there and just tell yourself, it's okay, Changuitos. Now, if you guys still have any questions or even just share life experiences about what video games have helped you get through or what video games have done for you from childhood to adult or from adulthood to super adulthood, please share it with me here at pmgbananas at gmail.com. I will be glad to go ahead and read them on air with your permission. And if anything, share it to everyone else so that other people around the world can know that games do really have a positive impact on teaching us of how to be better people every day if anything it has taught me to be okay with myself and to go ahead and keep on accepting change so thank you for tuning in to another fantastical episode on the peach crew i hope you guys have a beautiful rest of the day and i will see you here next week in and out with changuito here